Ladies and gentlemen of the interwebs, welcome to episode 4 of Let's Talk About It, a Tugiwaki podcast. Now, there seems to be a running theme across all of the episodes that I've released so far, something that I didn't plan for. And in this episode, we get to talk about going to therapy and we kind of tie a bow on the theme of being whole and being present. Now, if you haven't listened to the other episodes, then go ahead and do so, then come here and like enjoy the season finale. But if you have, welcome to the episode. Let me introduce my guest. Today we have Bula on the podcast. Bula is one of the smartest people I know. She's a gentle soul with wisdom beyond her years. She she's very wise. I know I've just said she has wisdom beyond her years, but it's it's just a pleasure to talk with her, to listen to her. It's actually quite therapeutic. Um, I met her at Dista University and she graduated with a magna cum laude with a degree in psychology and counseling. Right now, she's pursuing her master's at USIU in marriage and family therapy. She's in the thing. She is going for it. (laughs) I trust Bila to talk about therapy and going to therapy because not only does she have her own personal experience, but she's studying to be one. So she's speaking as an expert, but also or as an expert in training, but also as a person who feels what you and I feel about therapy. She's ordinary and extraordinary at the same time. So this episode is super exciting for me because I get we get to talk about something that I'm extremely passionate about, going to therapy. Are you afraid of therapy? Does it scare you? Is it something you've never considered? This episode is for you. Welcome, 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 Bula, to the podcast. Thank you so much. Such an <laughs> honor. I can get you near Kitty, but to Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited for this one. I'm really happy that you're here. Um, so today we're talking about therapy. In fact, the name of this episode is Go to Therapy. So let's begin um how what can you what can you describe for us what therapy is in a nutshell okay so i'll use the analogy i stole this from someone i should actually acknowledge them her name is Helene anderson mm-hmm. um and she describes therapy to be a conversation with someone and the person that you're meeting comes with a ball that just has a ball of papers that has bits and pieces of their information. Mm-hmm. And when they're meeting you, they accidentally drop the ball. So you're picking it up together and you're trying to make sense of where does this paper go? Where does this piece go? And I think that's just what therapy is to me, a safe space where you can unravel this ball that is your life, that is your experiences, your thoughts, your hopes, your fears, your disappointments, your memories, and you gain insight about um, these things, about Mm -hmm. yourself, Mm -hmm. and you gain perspective, and you gain strength to be able to move past or move beyond um, where you were feeling stuck. That's I've never had that analogy and it's really great because it means that we're all carrying a load of something. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I, and it's sometimes a cocktail of things. It could be victories from a certain point in your life and then a heartbreak here, a disappointment there, um, like a traumatic event that happened and every human being is just carrying a bunch of stuff with them. Yeah. And so therapy is that place where, first of all, you put the load down mm-hmm. and then you have somebody sort out all of that with you. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly speaking, that is extremely, extremely scary because True story. we don't like admitting that you're carrying a lot of stuff. I don't like admitting that I'm carrying a lot of things that are often difficult to process or accept or think through. Mm-hmm. Um, but in your in your own personal experience, why do you think therapy is so scary? Um, hey, my personal experience, that makes it scary. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I think for me, the biggest challenge that has been um, is my own voice. Like, I, there, there is fear of stigma of what other people will think of me mm-hmm. when I am vulnerable, vulnerable enough to say I need help and mm-hmm. I need professional help. Mm-hmm. But then there's also my voice that's like, hey, Germany, Bulayani. <laughs> It's that bad. Mm. Like seriously, that that's how bad you're at. And and there's this voice that's so good at beating me down. Mm. And I and I know I'm not the only one who has this voice. It's so good. We're so good at beating ourselves down. Mm-hmm. And we don't even realize that it's not the same thing I would say to Tugi if Tugi mm. came to me and help. I wouldn't call her weak. I wouldn't tell her that she's incapable of you know being an adult being a human passion but it's so hard to do it to yourself so that's one of the things that makes it scary um two there's also the fear that if if i begin to go down this road man i will fall apart and mm. i will not be able to myself mm-hmm. and there's this fear of you know all the emotions and all the things that will be dug up in therapy mm-hmm. and and just not knowing what to do after that point makes mm-hmm. it scary. Like, no, it's out. Okay, then then I go home feeling lonely mm-hmm. and anxious and mm-hmm. depressed. And then, so mm-hmm. yeah, that for me was a big fear. I think uh, I think there's that feeling of, first of all, I'm sick. This means I am really sick. And you don't want to admit that to yourself. And sometimes it's not true. Sometimes you're not seek you just need a different perspective or insight or understanding of the situation you have but let's talk a bit about that voice that you're talking about it's like if i came to you or let's say you're driving a car <laughs> wait okay. do you remember that there was a time you had like an accident a really tiny accident right <laughs> yeah <I've> and <laughs> okay let's assume one of them was bad to the extent that you needed to repaint, let's say maybe the left door, because paint had chipped yeah, out, yeah? Had, had to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. So what let's say I? you came, you you chipped the car and you're like, okay, I need to repaint it. And then mm-hmm. the voice tells you, repaint it? You mean you're saying you can't drive a car with chipped paint? You're weak. Wow. Mm. It's you're, I'm so ashamed of you. How can you drive? How can you drive around with this 
cheap paint and you're thinking, mm. oh, let me go fix it. It's fine. It's fine the way it is. And I think that's the same thing with therapy. It's ridiculous mm. to think, oh my gosh, I can't go for therapy because it means I'm weak. Going for therapy is the same as repainting a chipped part of your car. It's it's like it's like maintenance. It's like it's something true. is loose here. Let me go tighten it, or something. Mm. Or this this the engine needs oil. Let me go top it up. Or the the light for fuel in the car is blinking, 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 and you're like, okay, I really need to put fuel in this car. Otherwise, I'll stall. Yeah, actually, it's like that because the things that get us to that point of man i am in a bad place mm-hmm. are what we'd call the indicators of a car that can feel light blinking yes. so just, you know just just go add some because yeah. you're running out it's not that you're incompetent as a human being yeah it's not that you you should never drive again you should never be seen outside because you're carrying out of fuel and oh mm-hmm. imagine you went to refuel the car. What? What's wrong with you? Are you supposed to drive a car? You get what I'm saying. You you understand yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. So um, you talked about therapy being a place where you pick up these pieces of paper with the therapist and you and you kind of make sense of things in your life. So that means then therapy is not just about um digging and uprooting and exposing hard parts of yourself there's also that element of rebuilding equipping and and making you whole can you tell us about how when you've gone for therapy how it has helped um so i'll start by saying this mm-hmm. that therapy first of all only works when you're committed to it mm-hmm. And you have to be willing to do the hard, the ugly work of it. Mm-hmm. And so once you get to that point, then um, it's a place where you, you you get to discover inner strengths about you. Because like, as you've said, it's not just about uncovering the painful and the, it's also, my God, you managed to overcome all this, mm-hmm. to live with this, how did you do it? Mm-hmm. And you gain such insights, such strengths about yourself that will push you not even for just that moment that required you to go for therapy, Mm -hmm. but even in your future self, things that you don't even think about. Mm -hmm. And also um, for me, it it was such a relief. (laughs) Again, as you said, it was such a relief to lay down this ball Mm -hmm. and to not have it be judged and to just have a place because... if you know me, <laughs> I'm not really a talky. Come on, my friends, I tell you what's going on. Yeah. So having that space where I can just, where I don't have to be the one supporting um, other people. Other people, yeah. And where I also don't have to to hold myself in and to be careful about what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's a safe space to just be. And for me, that gave me balance. Mm-hmm. Um throughout the other aspects because now I'm not just holding things in there's there's an in and there's an out yeah and so it's not a dead sea um okay I want I just that's really really good I want us to kind of talk about that ball for a minute because I'm sure somebody's listening and they're like a ball of papers that's not heavy (laughs) for some people it feels like a stone it feels like you're Mm. carrying a huge stone on the top of your head or on your shoulders it feels like a pounding 
pain in your chest. Your chest is tight. For some people, it feels like this huge rucksack that is the size of KICC or the Empire State Building that you have to walk around with on your back every day. For some people, it feels like an anchor on your feet. You can't move. You're sinking. The ground is swallowing you up. Um, For some other people, it feels like your hands are tied behind your back. And however much you try and set yourself free, it becomes tighter and tighter. So therapy is the place where you are separated. You're able to lay that load down. Mm-hmm. And for once, be seen as yourself, not the mistakes you've made, not the things that have been done to you or not the things you've done, not the result of the things that have happened in your life, but as a human being. And as therapists were actually trained, you see the client with unconditional positive regard. We're literally told, look at this client and do not see the things that happen to them, but see them in the state that they are Mm. and treat them. Yeah. As people treat them with respect, treat them with a positive demeanor. You're here for your client. You're not here Mm. to advise them. (laughs) True. Bila, we've shared classes where the lecturer is always like, you're not advising. You are not an advisor. Yeah. You're not advising them. You're not correcting them. Mm. You're not making noise at them, lecturing them. Why would you do this? Why would you say this? Because we understand by the time you're coming to therapy, there's a load you're carrying that needs to be set off your body. Mm. Um. So yeah, Bila, when you say that it created balance for you, you are able to not be the person you are everywhere else in your life. Who You're, you're the listener among your friends. You're the person who gives solutions. Mm-hmm. And for once, you are able to just breathe in and out for yourself. Talk about what is bothering you for you. Yeah. And that's often so important for people who are helpers, for people who for people who care for other people, for moms, for firstborns, for husbands, for wives, for bosses, for... And I'm not saying this is a hierarchy who needs therapy more, but I'm Mm. saying the people who are often really strong feel like, I'm good, I'm okay, I don't need help, I'm here for you. Um, So yeah, we're extending that invitation to whoever thinks... You're good. You're fine. But you, you're carrying that ball of papers. You're carrying that rucksack. You you're carrying it. Often you know it. Yeah. Um, like you've said, we might describe it differently. It might just feel like a, a dark cloud that's not leaving. It's just above your head yeah. that you can't move past. Mm-hmm. But it, it's the same thing that we're talking about. Mm. And absolutely, I'll tell you this, it does feel ridiculous to listen to yourself talking (laughs) to someone about this weight that you're carrying and imagining that after you live in there, you're going to carry more weights from people. It Mm. feels ridiculous, Mm. but if you keep at it and if you actually do the work, Mm -hmm. it's more good. It's it's a lot of good. I won't even say it's more good than harm. It's Mm. it's all good. It's so much. There was was another thing you said earlier that you have to be committed to doing the work of therapy and you have to reach the point where you're like, okay, listen, I need help and I'm going to get it. And for me, I waited for such a long time to reach that point. 
I waited. Um, I tried to find other ways to deal with the pain I was feeling because I was like, I can't go to therapy. I can't go to therapy. It's too scary. It's too, I can't do this. I can't do this. It's what does that mean about me? How will I be seen by my parents or my parents' friends or my brothers? Like, but the, it it I did more damage than good waiting until I reached that point. Mm. And that's actually that actually brings me to the next question. Um, which other ways can people which other ways do people pursue to get that relief that therapy offers you? And one of the unhealthy ways people do that is by drinking alcohol, spirits and wines. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it, it gives you this temporary numbness, this temporary high that everything mm-hmm. is great. I'm having a good time. I listen to that music. Hey. But when the crash comes, it comes and you. Hey, it comes with ancestors. <laughs> comes with cousins, uncles, nephews. Oh, yeah. And you realize, wait, the problems I was running from are still here. They've not gone. Mm-hmm. Um, so which which other ways? Let's start with the unhealthy ways. What other ways do people pursue to experience that relief that therapy brings? Um, oh, some people do it through food. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't sound like a buy a food. Even your mom is going to support you. <laughs> you know, but Which you African know, mom wants to see their child skinny and, uh, and emaciated. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> that it can get to a really unhealthy degree. Mm-hmm. Some people use sex, mm-hmm. some people use work. Mm-hmm. Um, what other ways are there? Some people, and let's just be clear like, there's nothing wrong with working hard, there's nothing wrong yeah. with having sex in the right context. If you want to know more, please listen to episode two. <laughs> um, but when you do it to escape your thoughts, when you do mm-hmm. it to run away from how you're feeling, that's when it becomes dangerous, that's when it becomes a problem. It's true, yeah. Actually, I think that's, that can be said of all these unhealthy things, mm-hmm. that in and of themselves, they're not exactly bad things. Mm-hmm. But when you do it excessively and when you're doing it so that you're not present in what's happening, mm. that's where the problem comes. And that's when we develop addictions and then we're adding more problems over what is already there already exists and then now you just have to go to therapy or a rehab or something and it's more costly because you delayed it mm-hmm. and the initial pain the initial thing you are running away from has not been sorted out mm-hmm. so what alcohol and drug guys please do not say Bila say these things are not bad don't do alcohol and drugs <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so um what are some of the healthy ways People, some people say, "Hey, may I can sit in an office and somebody talk to me, and then I pay them." I that's me. That's not therapy. What are other ways that people pursue the relief that therapy brings? It's a good question. Um, I think I'll package this as self care activity mm-hmm. and some other two nice cherries on the cake, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Art therapy, there's Mm. these adult coloring books that are actually really, really therapeutic. Mm. You just, they're available at textbook center and I guess a lot of other places. Just sitting down to color Mm -hmm. mandala, you have no idea what it can do. Mm. Um, 
there's dance therapy, there's music therapy, there's finding, you know, the people that you can talk to. Um, could be one person, could be two people, but like people whom you don't have to hide when you're mm-hmm, weak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you can just be yourself in that way. Um, in high crisis moments, there's small, simple things like taking a bath or mm-hmm. taking a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, just to give you that clearance of the mind and to actually calm your your body mm-hmm. and in that way your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So and people also find relief in sports, in working mm-hmm. out, in high contact sports, in low contact sports, in in things that engage your mind without having you really focus on the problem or the problems mm-hmm. that you're experiencing. Mm-hmm. These are all these are all good and healthy. They sometimes, in some cases, they don't really deal with the issue. They just give you, they help you build your resilience and help you um, kind of distract you from the crisis you may be experiencing. But they are not a long-term solution, in my opinion. I don't think, I don't think you can really replace therapy with anything. It's true. It's true. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, they just they help you get through that high crisis moment, mm-hmm. and they're really good for maintenance, but mm-hmm. they can't take a place for therapy. Yeah, and and one of the beautiful things that I've really enjoyed about therapy is the coping, the skills, the coping skills and skills that you are equipped with to make it through the particular space you are in your life. So one of the things that happens in therapy, in addition to the therapist sorting out with you what's happened in your life or what's happening in your life. They get to look at the future and say, these are some of the things you can do to to positively cope with whatever is coming or whatever will be coming in your life. So like for me, when I went for therapy and I'd explain to my therapist, there are times when I just feel like my body's getting really tense. My my mind, my thinking is becoming cloudy. I'm feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. My heart is beating. And she would give me skills to practice and we'd practice them there in the session. And then she'd tell mm-hmm. me, when you feel like this outside of the session, do this and do this, let's practice it. And the next week when mm-hmm. I'd go back, um, she'd ask me, so did you feel like this? And what did you do? And I'd actually do those things in that moment. And, mm. and I'd feel so much better. Now, if I hadn't gone to therapy, I wouldn't have known those things. Mm. And it would make those moments even more scary because I would be alone in them. I wouldn't have the language to articulate what I'm feeling. And that's actually another thing therapy gives you, the language to articulate your feelings, the language to describe what is this I'm carrying in this rucksack? What are these papers I'm carrying? What is this feeling in my chest? Why do I feel like this when someone talks to me in this way? Therapy allows you to, allows you, equips you, gives you insight into basically just putting everything on the table and coming to accept who you are and what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes you a whole person. That makes you be able to face life and to live life in your fullness, in the fullness of who you are. That's true. And so I want to ask you, what is the value of being whole or at least striving to be whole in this life? 
Um, wow. One mm -hmm. is that you're able to be present for all the moments of your life. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times we think it's, it's so much easier to numb Mm -hmm. when we don't like things and so you find it's so much easier to numb the pain to numb the sadness to numb mm -hmm. but what we don't realize is if I can't feel sadness then I can't feel happiness imagine hey. if I can't yeah I can't feel hope I can't feel accomplishment so feelings are not it's not a basket where you 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 know God gives you and he's like okay choose the one you'd like to experience in this way mm. and then you pick all the good stuff it's they come like that you can't choose so if you numb one you numb all mm. and that means you're not to be fully present in your living that means you're not able to be present for yourself, to be present for the people who need you, for mm -hmm. the work that needs you, for the purpose that you're here on earth for. Mm -hmm. And it, you might get the job done eventually. You might look back and say, oh, but say still did, mm -hmm. but it's not the same. You missed out on so much that is important that you need so that it's not just a joy of, oh, I did the work, but that I, I, experienced it I lived it I felt it I had but I also rejoiced I felt all of it and that's good mm. and two, mm -hmm. <laughs> two and 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 this is a big one especially for uh, people in relationships and marriage mm -hmm. and parents and basically everyone mm -hmm. you need to be whole so that mm -hmm. you stop passing on your unresolved issues and your traumas onto the people around you. Hey, I will say that again. <laughs> wait, 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 let me breathe. <laughs> okay, take two, say that again. <laughs> you need to be whole so that you don't pass on your traumas and your unresolved issues to the people around you who need you. So to your spouse, to your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your boss, your employees, your friends, strangers. Your children, parents. That's a big one. Parents That's and soon to be parents go to therapy yeah. so that you do not yeah. pass on your brokenness on your or your unresolved issues to your children and, and to future generations. Yeah. There's, I was watching a YouTube video and um, this lady was describing a study that was done on rats. So some rats were taken and they were conditioned to be afraid of the smell of cherries. Um, so when they got rat babies, <laughs> but when, they, when they got the babies, they were read like away from the parents, from the ones who were originally conditioned. Mm -hmm. And you know, for like two generations, like the grandkids of the rats, <laughs> were also afraid of the smell of cherries and they hadn't lived with their parents so that it wasn't a land behavior. So 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 what so what phobias, fears, and irrational thoughts or ways of thinking are you living with because they were passed on to you from your parents? Yeah. And their parents. I'm mind blown. I'm mind blown. My mind is just pew 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 exploding. Yeah, yes. And it's important because otherwise you're going to replay the same thing. You're going to live out the same cycle. So when will it end? So in, in, in last week's episode where we were talking about time and we were saying 
for me, first of all, I'm so amazed at how these episodes are like connected to one another because I did not plan that. But we said that you have to be present now, present here in this time to be part of what God is doing in your life and all of that. But if you're carrying stuff from a previous generation, if you're carrying trauma, if you're carrying disappointments, Mm -hmm. if you're carrying mistakes from a previous generation, you can't possibly be present now. And that's why healing and going for therapy is so important because, um, you get to you really get to be present. Oh, oh, I have I have a statement. Therapy helps you process your past to enrich your present so that you can be successful in the future. Hey! Hey! Sorry, my professor. Hey! Ah. I will repeat, repeat that you can write it down. Therapy helps ah. you process your past to enrich mm-hmm. your present. So that you can be successful in the future. Oh, I wait. We just have a moment of silence. So, if you've yeah. not even had anything you've said in this whole episode, go to therapy Take for you. Go to therapy for you. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> okay. I I I hope if you've reached this far in this episode you feel like this is something you should consider okay so we've reached the point in the podcast where wait was there anything else you wanted to add you said one to be present two to not pass on transgenerational unresolved issues to the next generation um i think three would be to also just help you know yourself i know sometimes we think we do Mm -hmm. There's so much insight that you get from that space mm-hmm. that can help you restructure or rethink or even be able to see the future. Because sometimes you can also be so stuck yeah. in our past, in our present realities, and you're feeling so stuck in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you're not able to see what you can be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it's good stuff. It's good and stuff. I think because we just have... in my. What I believe is we just have one life to live. Mm-hmm. And people often use that statement to say, so let me do everything I want to do without like really caring for the consequences. To that, mm-hmm. I say, no, live the best life you can now. So do everything yeah. you can to make this one life you have the best that it can be. Mm-hmm. And therapy is a tool in, in your in your hands at your disposal to do that, to mm-hmm. actually live a life that is wholesome, that is enriching, that is successful. Um, yeah. So yeah, Bila, you've, you've dropped some other wisdom. I can't I don't even know what. Hey. Okay. So we've reached the point in the yeah, episode. Huh? <laughs> iron sharpening iron. <laughs> because yes. you are also over here yeah so we've reached the point in the episode where we asked the guest a random would you rather question um this is a question they have not seen before so like Bella doesn't even know what i'm going to ask her <laughs> but i think it's going to be pretty dope so Bella, would you rather <laughs> be given a lifetime supply of delicious food or books mm-hmm. 
Ay. <laughs> oh man, I like my food, but I'll take the books. But like just cut a hole somewhere at the back and just drop chocolates <laughs> in the books. You, that's that's food. You have to choose it, one. Books. You take books. I'll take the books. A lifetime supply mm. of food. Of books. I'll wow. take the books. I'll eat managu. It's fine. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> <laughs> but mm-hmm. books, I can be, oh my gosh, I can be everywhere and anywhere. That's crazy. Okay. Uh, this, yeah, I'd take the book. Would you take one genre of books or would you just do, just throw at me any library you have? I will, I will devour the books. Um, I found myself trapped, in, not trapped, but <laughs> I'm trying to expand my reading capacity. Okay. I have been forced to, so I'm trying to accommodate that. Yeah, so it's through it. If it's a book, uh, in English, uh, through it. I'll read it. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. That's I, I, I figured you'd choose books, but I was like, delicious food, this might just... <laughs> She might be conflicted, but that was really easy. Yeah. So um, as you come to the end of the episode, um, do you have, what is your parting shot? What do you want the people to be left with, to think about or to ponder over? Um, I'd say therapy is not just for the big stuff or the deep stuff, because um, that's also something else that we think when therapy comes up, it's like, ah, I'm not that badly off. Mm. But then who is to call things big anyway? I always say that if it's enough to cause you distress, if it's enough to give you a sleepless night, to mess up with your eating, mm-hmm. to generally mess up with your functioning in whatever capacity, mm-hmm. then it's big enough for you to take care of. So if it's not a thought you've been having, maybe maybe now is the time to play around with that idea. And if you're in that category that's been thinking, okay, fine, maybe I need to, but you're just procrastinating, making that call, making that appointment, mm-hmm. please do. It's important. Your mental health is important. Mm-hmm. And you'd rather do it now rather than later because mm-hmm. the load is not, the world doesn't stop so that you can breathe and put down your, your rucksack or your, your boulder for a minute. It keeps mm-hmm. moving. Mm-hmm. So, the sooner you find help to carry it, honestly, the better for you and the better for the things that you're handling and the people that you're handling. Yeah. And therapy is not a testimony of how good you are as a human. It doesn't mean you're weak. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, it shows a lot of strength for you to be able to say, hey, you, me, I need help. Mm-hmm. I can't walk this alone. And we're made to be relational. We're made to be interdependent. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, uh, shoot that shot. <laughs> Find a therapist. Yeah. And yeah, let's see where the journey takes you. Mm. Awesome. Mm. So I think you've you've left us with, I don't really think I can add more to that except the question of where to find therapy. And in the show notes, I will be leaving some contacts and lists that you can as the listener, if you if you have nowhere to go to, if you have no idea how to begin looking for therapy, all the 
everything you'd need to know will be in the show notes. Um, I just want to thank you so much, Bila, for your time and being willing to share these words of wisdom. I feel like I've learned a lot from you. And once again, you've given me so much to think about. Um, that brings us to the end of episode four of Let's Talk About It, a Tugiwaki podcast. We'd like to know, would you rather be given a lifetime supply of delicious food or books? Have you been to therapy? Did it help you? Are you afraid of therapy? And yeah, just shoot us questions, comments. We can't wait to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening this far. And we hope we have shown you that therapy is not as scary as it appears that our society carries it to be and that it's something that will be beneficial for you so yeah thank you so much villa thank you so much thank you for listening dear listener <laughs> yeah we'll see you in the next one bye <laughs>